Hello people, I feel the need to start this episode with a question. This is a question for you. This is a question directed to you. So please feel the need to answer it. Do you as an Instagram user, do you as an Instagram user who spends a significant time there, follow the educational type of content? If yes, if your answer is yes, how do you deal with the information that is thrown to you digitally? Do you absorb it passively or are you more of a critical person or do you take notes and then do in-depth research about that topic? Here's another question. Who do you feel is most legitimate? Do you trust the educational content creators who have an academic background in teaching? Or do you trust amateurs who don't necessarily have an academic background in teaching? And do you follow both and you don't mind if they are professionals or amateurs in teaching? How do you feel about the fact that Instagram can potentially become a place in which people can find education? Have you answered that question? Not yet? Okay, all right, take your time. Now, a bit of a context and a bit of a perspective have to be added before starting the discussion around Instagram becoming potentially a place of education that people can go to. Since its creation in 2010, Instagram was initially set as a place or as a platform in which professionals and amateurs in photography can share their photographs and photos. And then it became a place for bloggers in fashion, lifestyle, traveling and makeup to share their content. And with the 2014 Oscars, Ellen DeGeneres has changed the way amateurs, phone and camera holders use the camera. Selfies are all over the place and they still are, which means any Instagram user can post something without necessarily being considered as officially a blogger or as officially a content creator. Plus, if we take in consideration the fact that both Facebook and Instagram teamed up, it means that digital marketing is around the corner, which also means Instagram is now considered as a portfolio for poets, painters, illustrators, authors, filmmakers, singers, producers, I mean producers, not producers, anyways, to share their work. It also has become a market for anybody to buy or sell a product or a service. It is a place for brands to communicate with their customers and with influencers who have a word to say. There is nowadays many different marketing strategies for every project holder, entrepreneur, startups, incubators, co-working spaces, and so on. Even if you don't have a physical store, you can now promote your product or service on Instagram. Instagram has a say now 
on if your project is going to succeed or not, depending on your what we call digital communication in promoting your product. Instagram is inevitably influential to a point that it impacts economy. The, the appearance of new trends, products, and different ways of consuming. It is now a tool in which experts, content creators, can find data and information about their audience, followers, and customers. Digital marketing says that if you have a service, a product related to entertainment, lifestyle, travel, and makeup, art, music, books, and so on, the only way to make people hear about it and engage about buying it, using it, is to create an Instagram page and then build a community that will trust your product and then become faithful to it. There is even a page on Instagram that Instagram itself created as a service to help content creators to understand the platform, to understand that community and provide them the necessary tools and tips to optimize that content and understand the algorithm as it is constantly changing alongside each Instagram user's experience. Nowadays, followers, the community, your community, the users and the audience are also having a say with their experience on how algorithm is changing on Instagram. We can also nowadays pay and we can also nowadays talk about paying in order to promote our post or our Instagram page or our content on Instagram to have to have it reach more and more followers and people. Target a niche, they say. Target a specific niche. That is nowadays the vocabulary that is suggested for you as a content creator in terms of age group interests by taking in consideration what people are looking for using the tools related to trends or by simply asking directly your audience through a story or through a post. Lately, more and more educational content has emerged, found a place on Instagram through colored posters with text on them, maybe with a detailed caption through a reel or maybe through an IGTV video. You would find it all on Instagram or on the educational side type of content on Instagram. You would find psychology, spirituality, chemistry, biology, physics, philosophy, entrepreneurship, public speaking, coding, writing, content creation, medical sciences, and so on. They all have two things in common. Number one, using Instagram as tools to educate you or to raise your awareness, depending on their educational information content. The number two common interest with these educational content creators is to fidelize and build a community and then take in maybe this education from Instagram to 
online workshops, online courses, in-person courses, opening their physical digital agency platform or cabinet if they are doctors and therapists, etc. The question is, can Instagram be educational? Amateurism and professionalism in the educational content on Instagram and their legitimacy. Some of the content creators on Instagram who are proposing an educational information content are simple amateurs. They are not teachers or professors in everyday life, and some of them happen to be teachers, educators, and even PhD holders with a significant experience in teaching, whether in university, public school, private school, institutes, or online. For skeptical followers who tend to trust professional in teaching, who tend to trust content creators with a teaching background, an academic teaching background, or experience more than content creators who are amateurs, they tend to also think that them trusting a professional content creator or professional educational content creator more than amateurs is because of the word professional. They perceive the word professional as trust, as context, as substance, as legitimate to teach, or they perceive these professional educational content creators are more able to propose an educational content on Instagram. They are perceived by them as accurate. There is a notion of accuracy compared to the amateurs. However, if we pay attention to both amateurs and professional or professionals as educational content creators, we can perceive that Instagram as a public space, as a digital public space, as a platform. It offers both the space, the tools, and the possibility to create an educational content that is serious but fun, studious but enthusiastic. And both can propose valid sources of educational references that are verified yet interactive compared to school or university or the formal traditional education that is related to the notion of obligation. Unless we are talking about a teacher who uses tools in order to make sure that education in school and teaching in school rhyme with fun and interactive. All that being said, it is safe to say that there is a risk of fake news. There is a risk of sharing and educational content with no valid sources to verify. And there is also a risk in which content creator, I mean, educational content creators could mislead and misdirect their audience by sharing a modified version of an information with the possibility of taking it out of its context and nuances. However, we cannot generalize that and say that all educational content creators who are amateurs in teaching can mislead you 
with the wrong information, it would simply be an unnecessary accusation and a speculation with no proof. We can talk about amateurs and professionals as two different parts of this dynamic of Instagram being possibly an interactive source of education. Caroline Dincho, who is an English teacher in California University, wrote in her book, How Soon Is Now? Some amateurs do indeed become professionals, but as amateurs, they can work to impose the opposite trajectory, making the professional mainstream itself more open, more multiple. She continues, to focus on amateurs, to find shared desire in both amateurs and professionals, indeed to find the amateur in the professional, is to encourage real interaction and dialogue between these two estranged groups. It is to resist the soulless professionalization of the university and to help create a public space for activities that are not now recognized as intellectually consequential. Instagram can possibly this space she is talking about. It is a place for professionals, people with certified backgrounds, academic backgrounds in teaching, but it also can be a place for amateurs, passionate individuals to share an accurate educational type of content because it is a public place. Instagram is a public place that nearly everyone has access to nowadays. On school and university not being the only legitimate place to find education. Some students, graduates, nerds, or simply people who are looking for knowledge might prefer school and university for their history, for their discipline, for their seriousness. And some might prefer both university and don't mind finding interactive educational content on Instagram because Instagram is a place for all. It is not discriminatory compared to university who could possibly be very and extremely discriminatory in some cases. Whoever you are, you can use Instagram and its tools to share information content, educational content. Unless you cross a bully in a comment, you would still have the choice to report them. As Arya Bissett, who is a booktuber, shared in one of her comments, comparing both university and booktube as two different, very different potential places we can find education. She said, university is hierarchical or a hierarchical community, but still systems of checks on authority are present on both university and booktube. We can apply what she said on Instagram and university when we talk about them as two different places and platforms in which we can possibly find education. As well, there is a system of checks on authority on Instagram. How is that? We can find followers or it is up to each follower on Instagram to validate how legitimate each 
content creator is. This is how systems of checks on authority are being built. Um, are being built on Instagram. Now the question is: Are school and university the only legitimate place where we should find education? Arya Bissett also added in her commentary, Anthony Trollope, who is a Victorian novelist, he believed that school wasn't the only place where you should be finding education and that it was the job of the writer, the artist, to put their education in their writing to create their own system of ethics. This part, if we had to comment on this part, this part could apply for artists on Instagram who create and share their creations on this platform. It could also be applied to poets, Insta poets, writers on, on Instagram, podcasters of Instagram as well, who through their content could put educational notions in their creations and then creating gradually a system of ethics related to education according to the context. And this is how both systems of ethics related to education and systems of checks on authority are being built on this platform that is Instagram and that could potentially be a platform that is legitimate to find education. Theories in Apprenticeship and Education Now, if we take a look at the different ways of teaching and sharing educational content on Instagram, there is this pile of plenty tools that Instagram offers through their account creators that allow content creators or educational content creators to share a content that is short or quick, maybe long, visually diverse, animated, interactive with captions, words, phrases, maybe through a form of videos by using hashtags. In this case, there is no pressure on educational content creators. There is no pressure related to time. And there is no pressure of time in order to finish a certain specific program. Educational content creators have this freedom of time. They have a choice on when to post their content, on how long or short it is, even if they tend to interact with their audience or community or followers to ask them what sweet them the most. At the end of the day, compared to teachers who are teaching in both university and school, they are free because teachers are pressured by time in university and school. They are called to enclose a specific program of education in a specific date and time. Jean-Jacques Rousseau, in his Theories of Apprenticeship and Education, on his book, called Emile or Triatize, I mean Triatize, holy shit, let me reread that, Emile or Triatize on education, 
I got it well. I think that I read it well. Anyways, he said on his book of the theories of education. He said, education is an affair that has to take its time. The educator waiting for the student to be ready. An investigation on reviewing the role of Instagram in education. Commenting and analyzing the fact that Instagram can be considered as a legitimate place for people to go to in order to find education. There is an audit and there is a research that was made by Naomi Douglas, Max Schulz, and Scott Balder, who are medical science educators. They did the study about the role of Instagram in medical and dental anatomy education. They said in the abstract of their article who was published on the platform, Springle Link, here's what they said. Instagram is an increasingly popular social media site tailored towards sharing photos and videos. An audit investigating current Instagram accounts focusing on anatomy education content found a variety of successful teaching styles, including clinical images, descriptive videos, multiple choice questions, and cartoons. Utilizing Instagram for educational purposes, benefits such as ease of use, hashtags, and its effectiveness in conveying visual topics that should be pointed out and weighted against limitations such as passive learning and the requirement of committed staff to oversee the use of Instagram as an educational tool. Whether you're skeptical towards the fact that you can find education on Instagram, you find it as something that is weird to you, you still are resisting that. Or you're trusting professionals and resisting amateurs that are educational content creators. Whether you love both school and Instagram and consider both of them as a good source of education or place of education alongside other platforms to educate yourself, such as books, articles, documentaries, art, poetry, music, films, Facebook, or um, how do we call that platform? I forgot its name. Skillshare and any other educational platform. You as a follower, as an Instagram user, as a part of a community on Instagram that is following an educational type of content, you should still remain sanely skeptical. A good amount of skepticism is good in order to help you remain and stay a critical thinker. And also, you as an amateur, you as a professional and educational content creator, you should take advantage of the tools that are given to you by Instagram in order to propose a well-documented, a well-researched, with valid sources type of educational content creator without taking the information from its context in order to simplify it for your followers. And 
to wrap this episode up, I would like to add that remember that sometimes Instagram's algorithm doesn't always show you the content that you would like to see that could possibly sweet you. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore podcasting underscore studio. I know this is a very complicated name for Instagram page, but it's not technically our fault. It's Instagram's responsibility for being very picky. I will wish you a good day, a good night, and I hope you enjoyed that episode and the different layers, contexts, points around discussing Instagram as a possible place in which we can find education without necessarily, we we initially did not want to answer the question by yes or no. We wanted to discuss the different nuances of this idea and this notion of considering Instagram as a legitimate place of education. See you next time.